Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm your host, Joe McCormick. Welcome. If you're new to the podcast, so glad to have you. And if you've been here before, well, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about Hurricane Florence and its power to get people to talk. As, may, as you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Mega Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help people master concise communication. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you stand out and to help you become a better communicator. And why am I talking about Hurricane Florence? Well, as you know, we have an office in North Carolina, and recently that hurricane hit and hit with a tremendous amount of force and there's a lot of people suffering. So um, it could have been a lot worse, but it was pretty bad. And I, it made me think going through that experience, I, I, I prepared for it, I left the state because I have an office back in Chicago, so I was fortunate enough to be able to leave. Um, but when I came back, I was talking to a lot of people about what it was like to ride out the storm. And I heard a lot of different you know, comments to it was just a lot of rain to, you know, they had friends and family in, in, in areas which were really difficult. And even somebody I talked to was working for the state and will probably be working for weeks, certainly weeks, if not months, trying to help um, the cleanup around the state. But when I was thinking about this podcast and, and what I could talk about, it was really striking to me the power of that hurricane in many cases was in, in a specific, I'm sorry, in a specific case was to help people reconnect with each other. It was almost like it took the a hurricane to get people to talk again. And, you know, what happened? Um, you know, everybody's getting ready for it. They're preparing for the storm, but the storm hits and they're stuck inside, um, kind of riding it out. And a number of my friends just used it as an opportunity to have their families gather together and and be together in a close quarter without electricity for what turned out to be, you know, one, two or three days with no electricity. And there's some hardship and there's some difficulties, but there was a silver lining in that experience. And that's what I want to talk about today, which is what would it actually take to force people to spend time with each other? And in this case, it took a hurricane. Underlying this whole thing is what gets us to unplug from technology. And as you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard, some of, the, some of the topics I talk about are how difficult it is to get people to unplug from the technology in their day-to-day -day lives. You know, the research that we run is, you know, from the first 70% of the people that we poll is the first thing and the last thing they do every day is to check their, their smartphone. They're constantly connected to technology. They're glued to it. It's not just email, which is, you know, clearly, you know, People are always checking their email, but it's text messages and alerts and social media, and they're on 24-7. They're always, they're always on their phone, their computers, and it's like everything is somehow connected to technology. You're listening to this podcast today. You're probably listening it on your phone. You're connected to technology. It's a reality of our lives. Well, one of the downsides of this reality is, you're so, is, is constant connectivity kills connection. If you have an opportunity, go on to our website at thebrieflab.com and, and download a, cap, a copy of our annual report. We did a, a lot of research around how connectivity to technology is hurting human connection. 
people are just not good at talking to each other as much anymore. Um, certainly you can start to see it in younger people where they're, they're so glued to, to their phones that if you just walk around, you know, you see them and just nobody's talking to each other. I remember specifically a, a birthday party where my daughter um, had all of her friends over and everybody was on their phone. My youngest daughter at the time, we didn't tell her to do this, got a big Tupperware bowl, a big container, walked around and told all the girls to put their phones in the bowl. And, um, and they all did it because she thought they, <laughs> they thought she was in charge and she acted like she was in charge. But she forced them to, to hand over their phones because she was recognizing at the time, she probably was about six or seven years old, that none of these teenagers were going to talk to each other if they were going to be on their phones the whole time. They were taking pictures and they were like, you know, doing different things, but they weren't talking to each other. So the point of today's you know, podcast is what would it take to actually get people to talk to each other? And it would take a hurricane to unplug. You know, it's this new normal. Noise and noise. You know, the Kenny Chesney song. You know, we, the great line in that song is, we didn't turn it on, but we can't turn it off. Right? It was funny because when I was talking to one of my friends about the experience, you know, he said we were talking and we... We unplugged and we were with each other, but he was just kind of recalling what it's like at the dinner table because one of the rules that he has at the, dinner, at the dinner table is they don't have phones at the dinner table. So he was talking about his son and how he his son was sitting at the table and was kind of staring down at his plate, and he found him he had the he had, he was hiding in his thigh. It was called that. It was like the hide in the thigh where the phone was tucked under his right thigh. And he was, you know, he had these two terms, hide in the thigh and fake at the plate. So he was faking like he was looking at the plate, but he was actually looking down on his phone, which was tucked in his right thigh. So the rule was no phones at the table, but he was sneaking at the table. And if you walk into a room for a normal family today, everybody's on their phones. You know, and if you're on your phone, you can't be talking to somebody. And there's a million reasons to do it. I mean, I do it. You're checking the weather. You're checking the sports scores. You're sending an email. Um, you're updating something. I mean, there's there's a thousand and one reasons to be on your phone, but those thousand and one reasons stop you from talking to the person next to you. So, in the case of Hurricane Florence, the lack of electricity fundamentally was a reason why people were brought back together. Well, what did they do? So, I talked to some people. Um, they took time to read a book. Um, this one mom that I was talking to, she's like, my daughter grabbed a book and she actually took a picture of her daughter reading a book. She's like, she doesn't read very much and she took out a book and she was reading a book. So she was, even under candlelight, it was almost like back in the, the old days, right? People would take out candles and read books. Um, certainly they were talking. They had time to sit down and, and chat. I had another friend of mine who had a, another family over to his house for um, the entire um, storm. And they were, they had a big room, and they all got together, and they were, and they were talking quite a bit, telling stories, and and they were playing. Um, they found time to play, you know, board games. In this case, it might be spelled B O R E D instead of B O A R D, because people were bored. But they were playing board games. They pulled out, you know, old board games, Monopoly and Risk, and they were playing board games. 
a lot, a lot of it. Um, this mom that I was talking about, her daughter was reading, and then and then they had some friends over, and they were jumping on the trampoline in the pouring rain, and it was the, the, the photograph was hysterical because you see all these high school kids jumping around on a, in a video on the, on a trampoline, pouring rain. Um, so it was just these moments where, you know, what would it take for us to stop? To stop being, you know, so connected to this, to be able to just unplug. And I think it takes more and more willpower to do this. In this case, the hurricane forced people to do it. Maybe they wouldn't have done it on their own. Would people have just stopped and said, hey, let's play on the trampoline or let's read a book, let's talk to each other. Let's all sit down at the dinner table and just give each other our undivided attention. Maybe not. So the hurricane was the, the, the you know, what forced this choice. But under normal circumstances, what would, what would make us want to do that and, and, and get away from this constant connectivity to technology? And again, I don't have any problem with technology. I like it. I'm using it right now to make this podcast, and it's fantastic. I'm an early adopter. But the one of the downsides of this is it does really, really severely limit human connection. And I'm wondering myself as I'm doing this podcast and I'm thinking about these changes in our society, what, what kind of willpower do people need to have to, to do this, to, to, to unplug? You know, I have a, of a rule that I've suggested to people. It's called the 7 to 7 rule. And now the new uh, version of um, Apple's operating system has a, a do not disturb feature where you can set from, you know, time in the morning to, you know, through the night where the phone doesn't, you know, alert you. It's like do not disturb. I call this the 7 to 7 rule. Don't check your phone after 7 p.m. and don't check it before 7 a.m. And just make that a habit, like you're not connected to your phone. You know, and then if somebody needs to call you, they, you know, they can certainly call you. You've got a, a do not disturb, but you, apparently you can connect with favorites and they can still connect with you. But this whole fear of missing out, I'm going to miss out. Well, we might need to just choose to disconnect. You know, just tech timeouts. Where are these sacred moments where we protect ourselves from this dinner? Um, certain times of the day at work where we just... I call it, like, you know, paper and pen over pixels, you know, just go old school. Use, use, um, use that time for quiet, for conversation, for, for, for human connection over connectivity. Again, there's a time and place for everything. So the big takeaway for me um, is that this, this hurricane was the big force for us to, to disconnect from technology. And it was a good thing that that happened because that's, but how do we keep that going? Um, those are my thoughts for today. I guess as we face an information storm, the question is, can we survive as humans without another storm forcing us to reconnect with each other? Just saying. <laughs>